0: what it did it do good morning good afternoon good evening but before you go to bed i hope you're listening this is put it on the table podcast and i am your host chad first and foremost man if you are listening for the first time i want to say thank you thank you for giving me the opportunity to come through your speakers and if you're listening since episode number one, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for the continued support. Thank you for all the messages. Um, yeah, here we are, man. Uh, starting out episode number four. We're one month into this. And it's uh, it's been awesome, man. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy um, being able to talk about these certain things, getting certain stuff off, the, off my chest and putting it on the table. So... Well, first and foremost, man, before we uh, get into anything, let's uh, talk about some stuff that's been going on with me a little bit. Uh, this time last week, we were talking about how disrespectfully cold it was outside, and today I just got back from doing a couple errands, and I'm rolling around with my windows down and uh, having to turn the heat down in my in my house because it's just too hot. It's uh, 60 degrees here in Kansas, and, um, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, it's uh, to me, sometimes it feels like Kansas is a little bit bipolar, schizophrenic, all rolled up in one. It doesn't know what's going on. If you say you've been single your entire life, you're lying, uh, especially if you're living in Kansas, because you've been battling this relationship with the weather for a hot minute now. So, um, but yeah, so we've had that. I'm glad we're in a little bit warmer weather uh, this past weekend. I was able to watch a couple of my son's basketball games, man. He, uh, he balled out. He hit a couple three-pointers, played some great defense, and just hustled all the way around, man. And that's one thing that I've always um, preached to him is no matter what you do on that court, man, always give 110%. Even if you just went out there for 90 seconds and coaches pulling you back off, you run off that court. Um, that was something that was instilled to me when I was a kid playing sports, and uh something I, I put on him and my daughter. Uh, my daughter's going to have a... Her first softball tournament since, man, it feels like mid-October. Um, so we'll get back in the swing of those that here coming up too. So on top of balancing out my son's basketball. So other than that, man, you know, work's work. Um, I work with a great team, great group of people. They like to clown me a little bit for doing the podcast and the TikTok thing. But um, if they're clowning me, my opinion is they, they, they like it or uh, they're listening. So that's all that matters to me. And uh, my kids like it. And um, if I'm able to reach one another kid or some other person out there, uh, that's what I truly do it for, man. Um, But to see them smiling and then roasting me, I'm, I'm cool with it. I like it. So, but, you know, before we get into the topic for today, I've contemplated two different ones that I wanted to talk about. And both of them have an impact on me. Um in my day-to-day life and throughout um throughout my life. And I decided to go with the one today, and if you obviously you read the description already, you know what we're gonna be talking about, but um this one hits a little home because um it's affected me personally. And one thing what we're gonna talk about today is suicide. And I want to put it on the table is how do you feel? about someone that's committed suicide now first and foremost if it's somebody that's really close to you your initial reaction i believe is going to be that you're extremely heartbroken um, and you're dealing with that grief um but what happens if it's somebody like a friend of a friend's cousin's best friend or somebody that you knew is a facebook friend but you're not really friends with them how do you feel what's your initial response or what's your response a couple of days later after you've dealt with that grief putting on the table, man, my feelings when I be when I was a, a young adult. Um still a young adult, so let me backtrack that up a little bit because I'm not old. But um my initial reaction was people are cowards. People couldn't handle it. Uh people gave up. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And it wasn't until a really good friend of mine committed suicide where i had to step outside of my own comfort zone or i had to step outside that box and think what were they going through you know as a military member we took computer-based training all the time reference suicide and how to recognize the signs of it and um how you don't sugarcoat things when you're talking to somebody about suicide you just point blank period straight up ask hey man are you wanting to kill yourself Are you having thoughts about committing suicide? As a law enforcement officer, been on dozens of scenes scenes of somebody that's committed suicide, I wonder, do their friends and family had that topic with them as well, that conversation with them as well? Excuse me. Um, And then, I had to realize too that sometimes you have to step outside of the box and put yourself in that person's shoes the person that committed suicide for me when my my good friend took his own life i thought man this guy had two kids he was a proud veteran he was a law enforcement officer but he had a whole lot of weight on his shoulders he had a whole lot of negative things that that had happened um and I think that maybe he thought more about the cons than the pros. But the biggest thing I took was, what was that last five minutes of his life like? That had to be the most loneliest time in his life. And for me, that's what hurt the most. That's where I thought, you know what, if if I thought about my last five minutes of life, would I be weighing all the pros Or would I be weighing on the cons? And I just picture him just sitting on a couch and writing this note saying his goodbyes and, um, you know, getting ready to make this final decision. And I just can't, can't help but think that maybe he felt lost. And I think that's what people go through during that time. Obviously, I don't think we'll ever know. I know there's studies out there for... People who jumped from the Golden Gate Bridge to commit suicide, and the ones that have survived that jump, have said the moment they leaped, they immediately regretted it. You know, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and that you follow every word that the Bible says, um, and I'm by no means do I follow every word or I, do I know every word. I'm not com- I'm not coming off like that at all because I I, I I couldn't quote a whole lot of scriptures. But I have learned through Sunday school um, and certain um, events that have happened at church that um, some people in the Christian belief will say that committing suicide is a sin and that you will spend your eternity in hell. You know, that one's hard for me to understand because I have so many questions about that and I have so many questions about other things, especially the way we live today today. Is that still true? I don't know. Because what's the one thing everybody always says when they found out someone close to you has passed? First thing they say is, I'm sorry. Second thing they say is, at least they're in a better place. So, I go back to that last five minutes of that person's life before they take their own life. What are they thinking? I really believe it's that they're outweighing, that they're making their cons outweigh their pros. If you're somebody listening right now and that you are going through that struggle and that you are contemplating that and that you feel like you're lost and that there is no way out, I want you to know you have a friend in me. I want you to know you can reach out to me And I have plenty of listeners on here that will say the same. All it takes is one of us. All it takes is one of us to say, I'm here for you, brother. Sister, I'm here for you. Just to be able to reach out, you know. As a security forces member, I I think there is in in the Air Force, um, or even as a man, sometimes I think that that we get... It's mistaken for weakness to say that I have a problem. And I think that's another reason why I'm doing this. I'm not the only one that does this by any means, you know, but I think that to admit that, hey, I deal with anxiety too, man. I deal with depression. I deal with weight issues where sometimes I don't want to get out of bed. Sometimes I don't want to change clothes. Sometimes I just want to sit on the couch. But I'm telling you, man, those days that I do take one foot in front of the other, that I do go to the gym or I do something productive, I feel so free. And I get to enjoy that time with my kids and my wife and my family. So how do you feel about people that committed suicide? When the good friend of mine committed suicide, a lot of people were upset. A lot of people didn't come to the memorial based on their beliefs. And I understand that. But I want you to go back to the last five minutes of that person's life. The most loneliest time in their life. Be there for somebody. Before or after. But let's try to be there before. You know, one thing that I hear a lot As a law enforcement officer, when I go out on calls, um, especially with middle school kids and high school kids. Is when they get angry, the first thing, when they get really, really angry. One of the first things that they say is, you know what, nobody cares about me. I'm just going to kill myself. Not knowing how powerful that statement is. And we live in a world today where we cannot afford... To just say, you know what, they're angry, it's okay. Let's sit down and talk to them. And say, look, I know you're angry. I know you're frustrated. And I know you're upset. But those words that you used right there, I need to know, do you truly feel that way? Do you truly feel that this world would be better without you? Because I'm here to tell you right now, it won't be. Right now I'm looking at a picture of my son and my daughter, and they're roughly about 9 and 11 at this time, in these pictures that they're being taken. And as a parent, you know, the, you never really love one more than the other. You do show one a different kind of love than the other, um, depending on, you know, what it is, as far as, like, um... I love that my daughter has a competitive spirit. I love that my daughter has um, the will to want to be successful, the will to not be a bully and to protect others from being bullied. And she stands up for her beliefs and now she is 14 years old. I love that my son can go anywhere and go play with kids no matter their race Religion, ethnicity, or gender, and he'll go out there and he'll just play. And he's twelve. I love the fact that when my son and I go to a barber shop, and we've had the same barber for nine years now, um, and it's a it's a barber shop that predominantly cuts um, ethnic hair. Um, I love that my son, when we get done, he he there's a guy in that barber shop. His name is Chuck, and Chuck and I. We talk, we roast each other, um, and we'll leave. And Chuck's got a haircut um, where he's got like a little duck bill in the back. His hair's kind of faded, and he's got a little duck bill in the back. And we'll leave, and my son will be like, um, sometimes he forgets his name is Chuck, and he's like, "Hey, Dad, that guy with the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers shirt on, he was funny today. He was he, he was really funny." And that's one thing one thing I love about him, and and it Chuck is a uh, a taller black male. He doesn't recognize him as that. Neither do I. He recognizes him as a just Chuck. Um, And that's his personality. Not saying my daughter's not that way either, but my son sees people for their character. And I love that about him. So I think what I'm trying to get at with, with suicide is when we have those people that make that ultimate decision to take their own life. Don't take, so don't be offended that they did this. I understand it's it's something that you wish you could take back. You wish that you could have been there for them. You wished that they would have reached out. But man, they were in some dark place. That last five minutes, they were lost. That last five minutes, they just let the cons outweigh the pros. That last five minutes, they just thought that, They would be better With in this world without, with them not in it. And I think that's why we need to be, I I took it as, I need to be a better friend. I need to be a better mentor. I need to be a better dad. And I need to be a better husband. Have I messed up a lot since then? It's been three years since, since this event occurred. And yeah, I have um but you know just like anything i have my good days and i have my bad but i always now take to i'm always now looking at always being there never being afraid to ask like hey man you good you seem a little off normally you're smiling and everything everything good at home or if somebody's just bills are stacking up and everything and hey man let me get you lunch today. Let me let me, let me um here. I got this snacker here. You want some of this? Just something. Cause that was that was a hard time for me. Um, around the anniversary, it still is. Um, he was a good friend of mine. But when it comes to our kids, I think that we need to, especially when an event happens like some one of their own friends takes their own life. We need to talk to them about that. Ask them how they feel. Have they thought about this? I think as parents, sometimes we what we're really, truly afraid of is, hey, they never talked to me about suicide. So no, not don't let me put that thought in their head. When I was in high school, um, a friend of mine, her brother committed suicide. And if I, my memory serves me correctly, it was because a girl had... Um, either dumped him or was uh, not wanting to date him or something like that but he took his own life and I believe he was just a year or two older than my son is now and I think that that had to be that ripple effect man the the siblings that are affected the parents that are affected the EMS workers that come out are affected the uh, law enforcement all first responders Like I don't know man This is something I think that we don't talk about enough. Um, And I think that. um, I don't know, man. It's difficult sometimes, right? It's difficult to bring this topic up. But I can tell you what, though. Your kids have heard it. Depression and anxiety is going on in their lives right now, especially with COVID and, and hybrid learning and everything like that, like. Um, someone has talked about it. Someone has got roasted during a, um, Oh, uh Snapchat, whatever, some kind of social media, some bullying going on. Again, if you are listening, I want you to know you have people here that you're able to reach out to. Anybody that wants to reach out to me, feel free to hit me up at five at com. So that's one thing I wanted to talk about, man. Like I said, is how do you feel about suicide? People that commit suicide. Now, I also know that people, there are people out there that, um, let me take it, let me say this. I want you to know there is no such thing as normalcy. Nobody in this world is normal. I want you to know that we all have mental health issues. They might be rather small, but they could be really big. And nobody is normal. So I'm taking the step right now, and I've been taking the step with um, doing this podcast to let you know that I, too, battle anxiety and depression. And I, too, battle weight issues. Um... But I have learned to have thick skin. But at the same time, man, there's things that I've seen uh, being a law enforcement officer that sometimes have a big effect on me. When my friend took his life, that had a big effect on me. And I know it did a lot of others. So if you are somebody that has... Um, had somebody commit suicide in your life. First and foremost, I want you to know that I am sorry that you have to deal with that. I am sorry that you lost someone close to you. And I am sorry if you feel any guilt from that, but I want you to know that you're not alone. There's plenty of us out there. So as we go forward, looking into this week, I want you guys to um be respectful to each other. Be the positive influence or some or say something positive to a complete stranger this week and see where that takes you. If you have a friend that is just not been the same, if you have a friend who's battling something, just shoot him a text. Hey, I'm here. If you need anything? I've never gone through what you've are gone, what you gone through, but I can imagine being in your shoes. And I would want somebody there for me. So, I know this is a hard topic, y'all, and it's uh, kind of depressing at the same time, but um, I think it's something that we should bring up and not be afraid to talk about. So, how do y'all feel? Um... I think it's, like I said, it's one of those things where nobody ever wants to talk about it until it's too late. I know it's easy to say, like, hey, man, are you are you feeling like you meant suicide? No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. And then you leave it and you walk away. Maybe it's just being there for him. Maybe it's just randomly, like, saying, hey, man, I'm going to have a, uh, I'm cooking up a couple things at the house you want to come through. Um, Or just show up somebody's house, if you're cool like that, to just be able to say, Hey, man, let's have a beard. game's on. Hey, man, we're going to do game now. You want to play? Just something. Again, for those of you that have lost somebody, I truly am sorry for the pain that, is, that uh, has came across your life. I'm sorry for your loss. For anybody out there that is that is lonely, battling anxiety and depression, and you feel like that there's no way out, I promise you, there is. There's plenty of resources out there. Plenty of resources in your city. Even if it's being evicted for the umpteenth time. Nobody, no family, no nothing. You feel like the world is against you. I promise you it's not. There's a pro out there somewhere. And if anything. Put it on the table.85 at gmail.com. I will be that resource for you. I will talk to you. I will reach out to you. I just want you guys to know I appreciate everything. I really hope this is um, a topic that you guys will be open to talk about. I hope that uh, you're still listening. Um, but, yeah, man. Something that's been weighing on my heart for a, a long time is one thing I wanted to talk about when I first started this podcast. So, um, so if you like I said, if you've gone through that, man, I really... Really help you reach out. Don't be afraid to talk about things, man. Don't be afraid to talk to people. Um, even if it's just sitting in a room one day, just like I am today, and just talking out loud. Just do what you got to do in order to keep that from being bottled up inside. Before we go, I want to pray with y'all. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for another day to glorify your name and to sanctify myself with your mercy. Lord, I thank you for everything you've given me in life. But Lord, I know that there are people out there that are hurting, that are battling depression and anxiety. There are people that are out there that feel alone. There are people out there that are dealing with grief far beyond the, the uh, amount a normal person should have to carry. Lord, I ask that you be with them today. Give them the strength that they need in order to move forward. To only look back to see where they came from and to look forward and know where they're going. Lord, I ask that you give them the strength to be able to reach out to anybody, any loved one, um, family member, um, co-worker, anybody, if they ever need help, never be afraid to ask. I want to leave you with the words that my father taught me, "That's winners never quit and quitters never win. Lord, please bless them with those words. I thank you for everything you've given me ask for one more day to glorify your name thank you ask all these things in christ jesus name amen all right y'all that's episode four down in the books man we're talking about suicide and we're talking about how you feel i hope it's something that i was able to reach out i hope it's something that um it didn't bring you down in the dumps but it actually uplifted you to do something better today My father taught me those words a long time ago, winners never quit and quitters never win. And it's something that I remember when I feel like I'm in my deepest, darkest point in life. Keep your head up, y'all. Till next week, I love you, see you later, bye.